Chaos Reign. Chaos Reign presents True Masculinity with special guest Charles Faulkner Jr. Broadcast February the 9th, 2020. Enjoy. Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk Real Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. In the world where there's crime, corruption, violence, rape, murder, death, and all forms of atrocity that plague the world in which we live in today. What you're witnessing, we are living in a state of chaos, and it'll take much greater or extremer chaos to restore the order in which the world we live in today. Good evening, Black people. This is chaos here. And tonight, you know, you know what it is from the title. Um, thank you for those who's listening to this broadcast. Um, but before we begin, I would like everybody to go to the talkrealsolutions.com. On talkrealsolutions.com, you'll see the three-point plan for black empowerment, black achievement, 
And under the three-point plan, you'll see a list of black established-owned banks located here in the United States of America. Um, as you know, the website will give more detail how many banks still exist here. But um, And I think, like I said before in previous streams, that it is now a shrinking phenomenon now, the black established-owned banks here. Um, and the only answer I give you why we're losing more and more of the so-called black established banks is simple, the support. There's no way, other way around it. Um, and don't get me wrong, the black established banks are not perfect or anything better separate from the quote-unquote Eurocentric or non-black established banks. But nonetheless, they are banks that do cater and help the black community in a way. So, you know, if you can, you know, just um, if you have money and want to establish a black bank, I mean, I mean, sorry, establish in a regular institution like Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, all these banks, then I would advise, you know, just um, moving money to these black banks and, you know, start moving around your income a little bit so that way your money spread out so it's not staying in one location. Um, hold on, let me check if my YouTube is working good. Oh, gosh. Um, hold on. One second, people. Well, no matter. It, it, it'll come through my phone. Because on the other end, it looks like um, he didn't really edit his end, but he'll, he'll address that. But anyway, um, invest in a black bank near you. Also, on Talk Resources, on the website, you will also see the latest articles and news of current events um, here in America or globally. It's also on the website as well. As you know, it's been busy lately since we're in the month of um, February, and we are in Black History Month. As you all know, this is Black History Month 2020. So, you know, for those who are not familiar with Black History Month, it's very important that um, for those, hold on, people. Hold on. I got echo on my end. <laughs> Let me correct this. Give me a second. All right. I corrected. So, you know, um, the articles and latest stuff. And like I said, oh, sorry. Now I was saying Black History Month. Yes. We are Black History Month. So for those that have children, I advise, you know, teach a little of the history because, you know, the school system ain't teaching our true story, as you know. <laughs> but it, it comes with the territory. You feel me? Um. Now, also, you will find us on Talk Real Solutions, and we have two different YouTube channels for Talk Real Solutions. So right now, let me give you the names of the YouTube channel for you to catch this broadcast and any other broadcast. Move forward. As you know, this, this channel titled Talk Real Solutions. It's spelled T-A-L-K-R-E-A-L-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. 
this is our, our YouTube channel, which my lovely assistant will drop into this um, chat room. That's the other channel you can subscribe to if you not have already for any broadcast, including this one. And also, you will catch this broadcast also on Chaos Rain channel as well, on YouTube as well. So if you're not subscribed, please subscribe to Chaos Rain also. Um, what else I'm about to say? Um, well, as you all know that even moving forward, I will try to have more guests to deal with the talking points. Um, and also about other subjects that affects Western American man and woman, especially the Ados man, black man, black woman. I will try to have more of them to come so we can talk about the current events and things historically that affects us as collective. So be on the lookout. <clears throat> and that's pretty much it. So as I do this, let me um go to my board. All right, I'm back, people. Sorry about that. I had to handle something. Um, let me check the board. Let's look. Oh, let me flip back. All right, as I see my guests there, if Mr. Um, can you press star six one? As I read you out a title. Okay, tonight's show. And thank you all for patience. Tonight's show, Chaos Ring presents True Masculinity with, again, with my good friend returning to talk with Mr. Charles. Faulkner Jr. So, as I open, welcome again, Charles Faulkner, to a new decade, a new year, you know, new beginnings, you know. Right, you got to have everything new going for you. Exactly. 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 But, like many things, uh, before we go into the subject tonight, um, let me read something that came I came across, and also what I discovered pretty new, and I'm not going to play the audio of that because, you know, this um, entertainer did respond. But what I'm going and I want um, Charles Faulkner's perspective on it, this nice little piece that popped up through the net. Snoop Dogg apologized for threatening Gail King after Obama's former advisor Susan Rice threatened to send an army, um, send an army to gather him. And in this little article, rapper Snoop Dogg reluctantly apologized to television journal Gail King after Susan Rice, Barack Obama's former national security advisor, warned him to back off. Which I didn't know because um, I only looked into his people while he was in office now four years ago. Um, she was part of um, working on Obama's camp. Rice, 55, warned Snoop to back the F off after the aging rapper threatened King over her comments to former WNBA star 
Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. This despicable Rice tweet in response to Snoop's video rant, Gail King is one of the most um, principled, fair, tough journalists alive. Snoop back the F off. You come for at Gail King, you come against an army. You will lose and it won't be pretty. And, you know, this is her tweet right here. Her threat worked. Snoop, who was 48, who he's going to turn 49 in the end of this year, took to social media to reluctantly apologize to King, saying he meant to no harm. I'm a nonviolent person, figures. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like Gail was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. The same day Snoop made a video threatening to come get King, he also made an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show, shocking the jiving with the ex-con Martha Stewart. The reaction from black Twitter was mixed. Some users wonder why it took another powerful black woman to check Snoop for his disrespect, um, disrespectful behavior towards a successful black woman. Why are the real men there wondering about out loud or wondering out loud? Matter of fact, and this is, wait, let me play this. I'm going to people can hear this. I don't know if this is going to play. Okay. Oh, oh, my fault. I'm not, uh, never mind, I'm not going to play it. Um, I'll pause it. But that's the end of this. And it's funny, when I, the conclusion, it says here, uh, the reaction, wait, let me find where I said that. Um, it says that the reaction from a black Twitter was mixed. Some users wonder why it took another powerful black woman to check Snoop for his disrespect behavior towards a sexual black Let me stop right there. Powerful in what? Man, fuck her. I'm going to just say this real quick. Yeah. Because number one, notice she never said anything about Gail Kim's comments towards Kobe, who just lost his life with his daughter. That wasn't disrespectful. Plus two, Gail King and her lesbian lover, Oprah, I don't care what nobody says, of course you know. Yes. Correct. Mm hmm for some odd reason, could go out there and disrespect black men. But where was Miss Rice during this whole time when all these allegations come out? Did she come to anybody's aid? No. Send an army. What army do you have? You're no longer in power. Thank you very much. The little power that you do. Then on top okay. of that, Hell King should have been fired years ago. Mm. Go ahead. You know, it's interesting about the army and that this man. But you see, that's why I tell most brothers, either they have a certain status or not, to always keep an eye out to people who's trying to resent you any bet, especially when it comes to this so-called community. You know, especially Miss Susan Rice, which you know, it's ironic you make these threats that you were one time, uh, was it part of the national security? Let me check which organization was again. On under Obama, let me check. I just want to make sure I don't want to get it wrong. Um, Rice tweet. I'm trying to remember what it was again. Cause, okay. Susan, um, I guess if you remember what she was, she she was once uh, something dealing with defense. What's your role she okay. played? Susan Rice, yeah. Um, it said here. 
Oh, I'm trying to find it. All right. So why do you got to come to Femdio County? Like, everybody knows she's a fucked up individual. It took, it took like, look how much shit that uh, they try to go against Russell Simmons. And they were going to make all these allegations, which they came out phony, just like against Kobe, phony. Mm-hmm. But, but you got this, I, can't, I think, what was she, the former U.S. Attorney, state attorney? No, no, I, I found it, I found it. She was once a former national security advisor. So, really, you know my part of the White House. Right. Mhm. She's national security, right? So that means she doesn't give a fuck about anybody who's black, especially black men. Like, yeah. Fuck. See, somebody. See, this is the reason why I said too many black men who are raised in single mother homes. They always listen to the leadership of women, and that's why their lives are so fucked up. Number mm-hmm. one, Christ, mind your damn business. Because first and foremost, were you defending any of those black men who were shot by police? You were quiet. Yeah, and you were you, under your watch. Under your watch. Were you, Obama. Were you defending? <coughs> were you giving black men jobs under your watch? Were you like, were you looking out for their security, their well-being? Since we're a part of the nation during your time, and mm-hmm. how many riots off during your time as national security advisor? So if you're mm-hmm. gonna send. Make sure they march all over your ass first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to tell you right there and now, as a person who had to deal with one of them riots, you failed your country. You treacherous bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And here's the point about all this. Go ahead. You want to say something? But you get mad over somebody tweeting somebody, but yet nobody ever questions Dale Kim or Oprah off of their fuck shit. It gets me really upset that the fact that they'll use too many black men out there, not all, but too many, will will use black men to get a fucking kickstart for their career and try to scramble all over our fucking greatness. But then mm-hmm. you wonder why a lot of black men aren't marrying you, because guess what? I'm going to tell you the truth that a lot of those black men are not going to tell you, because they mm-hmm. don't trust you. A they lot of them do not trust you anymore. And, and if this is the representation of the best or the brightest of black women, as a community, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're of still in trouble. Of course, this is to say all of them, but I'll be damned. I'm getting tired of all these fucked up black women outshining the good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. Exactly. And one thing, what's sad about all this is that, and think about it, with Gail, I understand, you know, to a point because she is paid millions of dollars. So obviously, when she read that script, she knows what what she was going to do, and that's why when she when she got the backlash, she had to she had to come back and respond. And you know that this, as she tell you, said she blamed the people that that signed and paid her checks. They wanted this to blow over, and no, it can't blow because as an older woman like she is, it's going to bother her psychologically. You know. And say, well, that's what you, you, you pay what you get. You know what I'm saying? Once once you sign that, you, you have a choice. Either do what you're told or you get fired. You yeah, and it's funny how it's funny how they'll look for they'll look for black men to defend them when they're saying and doing the most traitorous shit to know a man. 
well, treacherous, <laughs> known the man, yeah. Wanna, yeah. but they looking for us to defend them. Because you know no black man is going to fucking apply for that. Number one, the man's dead. Number two, he died with his daughter. Number three, he was not charged. It was just an accusation. When they actually yeah. did the investigation against the chick, guess what? She lied. Yeah. Found two different men's sperm in her, plus she was pregnant. The fuck? Like, what the fuck else do you need for this man to clear his name? You had, mm -hmm. what, 14, 17 years to ask this motherfucker about it, but you said nothing. Now you're trying to cash cow, one, let's get him one last time before we put him in the ground. Yeah. And it's, and it's shame on you, Gail Kim, that anybody who agrees with her. Mm -hmm. so. And it's funny, it's, it's actually, I think. We, we could say more than 17, I would say 16 years, because it really started to take wave before they let, let the school around 2004. They were still going on around 2000, and the 2003 going on 2004, you know? So, but it's like I said, these women, especially ones that are in high positions, and I'm going to keep it 100. When Carl Anderson was, was um, dealing with the um, economics, the, I think he dealt with them, the commerce, of America back in the 70s, he said these are things he did while he was on, on power. So why a woman like this woman, Miss Susan Rice, which she is probably married to white men, I'm convinced, yes, that's why she has the same hate for most Negro, black men, that you in a position of power. And, you, and you, what you do with your power, you did, you did not use it to its fullest. And after you, you neglect. You probably you abused it under times under the term of Barack Obama. So it, it it tells me that just this alone, and that's why I want black women to be very careful with this when they see women like this that's doing this. They're going to have to be a little bit more vocal now, because this is a, now a serious direct attack. Now I think about it. So. Like I said before, um, it's, it's, it's very much insult bad. Um, I did not like this popping up. Um, and matter of fact, since, since I'm here, I'm going to play the audio. I'm going to rewind it back. I'm going to try to play it as loud as possible. It's going to not sound clear, but bear with me, people. Nah, I'm about this person. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like yeah, it was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now, that what I look like most of all, I was raised like that. There was no harm in coming to her. I didn't threaten her. All I did was say, check it out. You out of pocket for what you're doing, and we're watching. Have a little bit more respect for Vanessa, her babies, and Kobe Bryant's legacy. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to do what I got to keep doing. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're very non-binding. Just want to say that first and foremost. We speak from the heart. Some of you who have no heart don't understand that. But anyway, carry on and enjoy your day. Yeah. So you hear from the horse's mouth. Um, I don't know if you said But like I said before, it's funny. If Gail is really, and, I, and I'm not surprised she's really 70 now because we're in a new decade, that what are these old 
these old fucking women still working. Mm. You still do an anchor at that age? It makes one when you really retire if you're going to have something. Oh, I forgot. Most of, most of these women that's in those high fields, like Oprah and Gail, they're not going to leave down anything because last time I checked, they don't even have children. I could be wrong about Gail. I know damn sure Oprah has no kids. So obviously once she transitions, it, the money goes right back to them. <laughs> but that's how they want it. And uh, like I said, they pick these people thoroughly. Who, who, who should be the representation of this community, where the news come from, or whether any form of enter, entertainment, they have these individuals in place. So that way when they write the script, they go and do what they told. Either that, they're going to get the boot. So let me look at the chat room for a little bit, people. Um, and let me repeat tonight's show again. Tonight's show is titled True Masculine with Charles Fulton Jr. So I'm not going to expend more time on this. If you're there, Charles, let me know. We're going to probably deal with the actual topic. The only reason why I brought that out is to, you know, present that because it was not been discussed, I don't think so yet, to find that, you know, these are women with the little power they have, they go after their own group of men, like they're competing with their own group of men, but behind closed doors, they're sleeping and taking orders and sucking and fucking with non-black men, or what they call, quote, unquote, the enemy. And that's no good. That, that's, that's not going to fly. Um, I'm still here. You know, I'm yeah. here. The, the craziness yeah. of it. Liz, is that who is there to defend Kobe? You know, and I don't, I might not agree with everything Steve says because guess what? If you're mm-hmm. going to do something, you have to be a little bit more covert. But mm-hmm. my whole thing is you need somebody to check her dumb ass. Mm-hmm. See, all, never see her. And see, this is the shit thing that I get about black journalists that you see on these major networks. When a black person is a fucked up shit, they're going to send a black guy out, a black woman to do it. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a black woman. And then they'll ask the most retarded or the most ignorant questioning ever. That is just rude. You know, once upon a time, journalists used to be a little bit more tactful and slick with it. Exactly. You got, you got Gail King bringing up some old shit. You know, some old shit. Shout out to Lisa Leslie staying on code. Thank you. Yeah. Not trying to get involved with the fuck shit. But yet, we won't talk about some of the fucking shit Oprah's been in. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about how Oprah used to be a damn news reporter in Baltimore sleeping with another with a married man until she got an ass with about a woman's wife and ran out of Baltimore. And that's what she got. Oh! Ooh! I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, she was a captain in Baltimore. So guess what? Do we need to go back? And that's way before Kobe was even thought of. Mm. So do we need to go back in the past and and make people relive their shit. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Matter of uh, fact, go ahead. Like I said, I'm getting go tired ahead. of every time people just look at black men and just want to just trample over them. Like, like, think about it. When my Angelou died, she messed with number white men. Mm-hmm. Respectful right. for her. We didn't say she was a bed wench or she was a swirl. No, they were respectful towards her. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, are we, are we really that fucked up as people? Yeah. We really, like, we really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. But you don't see anybody dragging Harry Weinstein through the fucking mud. Where's this? Where's this lifetime story? Escaping Weinstein or some script? Shit, they, you know these chicks ain't gonna do it, man. See, they, they handcraft and pick these people very well, Charles. You know, I said as long as you go after that nigga, go after him. Well, you better not go after your what they call the word zaddy. You better not dare come after me. You know, that's how they roll, man. And and you know it's funny, while we're talking, there's a there's actually a photograph, <laughs> a little anime photograph. I'm gonna share it to you on, on your social media. It's funny. There's a picture of Gail Oprah while Gail's caressing Oprah's um chest. <laughs> I swear the internet has no chill, Charles. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's, it's, it's funny and hilarious because if you start telling mm-hmm. business, people are going to get worn out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it to you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, um, yeah, they, 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 these these old journalists are they're just sitting there taking up dust right now. Gail and Oprah, you know, they they are past their time now. And right now, the only reason why assistants will keep them around is to keep us as community distracted over their foolishness, you know, especially their attack solely dedicated to black men, which is very. It's not odd. It's surprising the way how this country is moving now. You get me? And the sad thing about all this is that you think these feminist lesbian chicks will have the audacity to say, you're going to go after a man, worse, bad thing. But now, also his daughter died at the same time. Not even mention about her. It's telling right there. You get me? It's, it's very telling. You know, I'm, I'm like, you know, nobody begins the respect. Nobody begins the respect of his wife. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man, it's it's disgusting at the end of the day, man. That's why, that's why I see. I mean, you know, I'm be honest. I'm glad that enough brothers is fighting back. It might not be physical or systematically the expected, but at least they're doing something. Where how the are especially some of our women are doing this is worse than betrayal. It's like really you just want to just put the dagger under the black man. 
Like, seriously. That's because they don't, it's like a lot of them don't have any respect. Yeah. But when it comes to looking out for our best interest, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I always hear complaints about to say how they don't, how they not can protect it. Look what's going on right now. You think any black man today, and I'm, and I'm not saying most of our women should not get protected. Every woman and children should be protected amongst the men in group. But how you carry on to the ones that is coming above around, you know, that's going to be men very soon, or men already, right? When they hear yep. and see this type of thing, you think they they, they really going to put themselves out there to protect you? Are you doing this? Hmm. hmm. I mean, we have to really think about it because every action has reaction. And your boys, whether you tr- teach them well or not, or what they really see, they just don't see it. You know? Yeah. They don't. They don't really see it at all. And I know most of these women, and it's funny. Well, all this going around, and mind you, I, I'll be on YouTube enough times, and I'm subscribed to enough channels. I have not noticed lately, I'm telling you straight up, um, Charles, besides maybe a few popular YouTubers that have channels, they're not really talking, pushing back with these other women and these alt mainstream medias are really doing. I don't see much pushback at all. No, they're not. It's almost like a fear. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to get this. Even when it comes to you-know-who, it's a fear. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, my parents once told me, people are going to respect you the way you respect yourself. A lot mm-hmm. of these black men have been brought up to respect themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got to have the you got to have the courage. you got to have the discipline and the self-respect. Not to stand up for fuckery. This question I asked before: Do you really want leaders, or do you just want figurehead? You just want mm-hmm. somebody to blame. Mhm. I mean, oh. the longer you're on, the better. No, go ahead. I just saw some in the chat room, but the, the, I want you to finish your thought. The reason why I'm like. Remember, that's somebody's grieving son, grieving daughter, husband, father, granddaughter, and and to disrespect that person and their family like that on international TV. Come on, now, still trying to dig up dirt, really, really. Y'all got you're in Hollywood. You got plenty of white people you could have dug dirt on. Would you say the same shit to them? No. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing with the dirt that they already know about their own, you know, and it, it goes back, and you know the importance. I'm about to say, um, Charles, the importance of actual black media to combat a lot of these things because I'm con- convinced and concluding that. With the media that Bapu either had, whether it's big or small, and it's not that huge, this is a necessity. As much as I love 
a lot of people think it's not really important because they can just go turn on TV or turn on the Internet and find their typical mainstream media from CBS, Fox News, and all that stuff to get what's going on. And I said that's cool and good, but you get, you're not really getting the actual scoop. Matter of fact, you get yeah. something that's really wild now. You know? Even when it comes to us. Yeah, go ahead. Forgetting in black media, if it's not about fashion, music, drama, nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck about finance. Nobody gives a fuck about world views, world events, geopolitical uh, politics. Mm-hmm. If we're not being entertained, we're not watching. Mm. Mm. Yeah. About it. It's the, it's the feminist ideology that that so many so many circles are taking. That that's not But then they say we, we you know I'm a submissive woman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a respectful like man. Even how many times have you heard Gary Kim say that shit? I never heard it said that. Or Oprah. No. You're never going to hear it. Not one time. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I can't recall Oprah really saying anything positive about black men. And, and I don't watch it, but I know it's not out there. And some woman that's in the, that in the chat room or will call in, I want some receipts for this to prove me wrong, please. I'm not yeah. speaking out of my mouth, but I want to hear from y'all that watch Oprah for the past 25 years. Back when she got off the air, I believe maybe six, maybe seven years. I forgot what year when she got off the air permanently. It might have been 2013 or 2014, one of the years. But she had a show for over 20-something years, you know. And I, I just don't see it, you know. One thing MJ did say, oh, she said that, that this was a collective effort. I was both, it was both black men and women that had an issue with Gail King, and it was also a black woman that defended Kobe Bryant. Yeah, she wrote that. We know that. And you have some black men and black women who are attacking Kobe for being married to Vanessa Bryant or being around white people when he died. That's sickening. Shit. Yeah, it's okay. But here, here's the other thing about it. People got to understand. Oh, you about to go ahead. I was gonna say that's very sickening. What the man can't be happy? See, people forget that he was dating Brandy way before he met this chick. Yeah, so Brandy dropped the ball. Brandy broke up with him, saying that he was corny to get with Mace. Yeah. So now yeah. you can. Yeah. This man found, when you listen to his memoirs and what he said about when he was found his wife, he was in love with her, not just for her beauty, but because he accepted her for not what he was, but who he was. He wanted to go to Disneyland and Disney World. And she said, hey, that's cool. But compared to a brandy, she said, that's corny. So why, mm-hmm. so why, would, why would that man marry somebody who thinks he's corny and somebody who admires him and enjoys his time and company. So yes, yeah. that is. Uh, do agree with you? 
And, and this is was something from um, what you said um, from Kobe's like book or something that was written by him, or this from because I'd never heard of a memoir from Kobe. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I know he had a memoir, um, Charles. I might, I might have to look into that. Um, but really, truly, um, yeah, she dropped the ball at the end of the day. And a lot of people forgot about that. And mind you, when Kobe did marry Vanessa, his parents was not really down with that, you know. Now, for a reason, we don't know. I'm hoping now that he's gone that they'll be honest if somebody asks him this question, you know, to know the real truth, you know. But like I said, once you're a man that's in this entertainment, sports, basketball, any form of entertainment, and you're going to accumulate a certain amount of money and wealth, you know, if you're a sister, all you could do at the end of the day is put yourself in the best position for that brother. That's it. If you drop it and you blew it, most likely these these same black men are not going to go and find another sister. They're going to pretty much go the other side. And at the end of the day, when you're concerned about what he does with his money, I don't know what to say because, you know, he, he it's not like he didn't want to look and want to marry his sister. He gave one a shot. I mean, now he could have gone and tried another, but usually when he's in that line of work, you know, the pool of being around sisters, very slim. I'm sorry. Especially if you live in L.A. Yeah. And that's proxismy. That's proxismy. If I said that right, proxismy. Yeah, that's an so, uh, iteration happened. That's the interracial dating capital of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but at the end of the day, you know, um, and I'm surprised they had the funeral yet. Maybe because they're still trying to sort out certain things. But I think it's going to be coming this week, possibly. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but now, on to the actual topic. True masculinity. So, Charles Faulkner Jr., what is this true masculinity? What is defined? What it really is for not just black men, but just masculine entirely from your perspective, from your eyes, how you see it. Masculinity is walking to the drama of your own beat. You know when and how to break away the crowd and be an original, to have your own thought, to have your own goals not to have a hive mind. See, true masculinity endures. It pursues. It conquers. True masculinity does not listen to the status quo without challenging it and to actually cross-reference it to see if whatever thing you're saying actually adds up. You know, I had this one individual tell me that he was a high-ranking man to myself. You know, this mm -hmm. idiot who wasn't smart enough to steal Christmas, if you get my drift. Mm -hmm. How? How are you a higher-ranking male than me when you abandoned your son? Mm. Your wife left you. You can't get a job, and you were a failure in the Navy. So mm -hmm. tell me again how you're a high-ranking male or you're trying to delude yourself. See, mm -hmm. 
a man is not going to blame anybody for his failures. But he damn sure is going to keep himself accountable and hold everybody accountable around him. Mm-hmm. See, the man is not going to take shame and just sit it right there. He's going to he's going to question this shit. He's going to he's going to investigate it. That's why I tell a lot of people be careful. Be careful, be careful who you're looking at on these YouTube streets. Because a lot of these people are only tough and crazy brave. Well, I could tell you how to get a woman. No, you're losing yours. You know, true masculinity is also gentlemanly. Uh-huh. When to bow gracefully and also to be as bold as a lion and know when to be the difference. What do you think, Chaos? I think when we deal with the term true masculine is a man that's bold and not only is able to defend his own and the people that he loves, but also takes what we call a form of accountability. Anything that he is for the cause or he says that admits it and apologizes and let people know that he fucked up. And said to sit there, play around, and then try to blame his shortcomings to others. Also, when we talk about true masculinity, a man is also responsible. You know, he always has to keep, he has to keep his word. I'm, I'm taking a page from Mary Brown, Great Liberators. Shout out that even when you're with your opposite mate, the woman that you love or you marry and stuff. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. You're going to keep your word because women are receptive of what you do and what work and what you're going to keep. They don't want to always go by, you know, saying you say something, you do something different. If you tell them you're going to do it, you're going to do it. No excuse. If you can't, you just say no. So that's my formal definition of what we call true masculinity. And that's how I see it. Yeah. It's it's funny because a lot of women are saying, Where have the real men gone? But society is trying to push the real man away. Because if you had real men, a lot of the chaos you see within this country right now will not persist. Uh-huh. They're trying to con- the feminists are trying to convince women that they want a more agreeable more safe man and women in their biological and mental status do not want those type of men they want leaders but you're trying to get rid of the indoctrination of the difference between a leader and somebody well i don't want no man to rule over me that doctrination when women say hey i want a man to lead me and guide me and their mm-hmm. biology. They're having this war rage. Mm-hmm. Same thing for them. They're scared to be leaders, but they want to take charge or something. You know, there's give and take. 
So when you have these men out here who are derelict and not doing the jobs that men always do, such as protection, building, and creating civilization, you're going to become stagnant. And stagnation usually brings around rot and disease. And there's no difference when you're talking about a society as well. It's all saying I want to grow flowers in, a, in, in the pitch black of dark. 90% of species ain't going to happen. If any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. true. If you look at it, let's look at the media. With this, mm-hmm. with this Me Too and everything, to you got you got men who are proud to be sloppy, men who are yeah. proud to be beavers, men who are proud to be less intelligent than the next. Where do they find these men? It's more. Let's, let's go even deeper. Where do these men come from? Who grow these men? Where these men really came up? Big question. When you come out of homes full of dysfunction, whether you have a single dad, single mom, two parents, three parents, four parents, who cares? When you come out of dysfunctionality, non-complete homes, you're going to be an incubator of foolishness. And then you take that child to school where everything they do that's masculine is always going to be shut down. It's always going to be offensive. Your existence, the way they teach in schools now, are not geared to boys, especially not black ones. Mm-hmm. Shaming them about their masculinity. But will proudly tell them about the LGBT. Mm-hmm. Telling them that a boy could be a princess too. Fuck out of here with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about ranks with him wearing a dress. Bow down to the woman because she's strong and hear her roar. But as soon as you roar, we got to tamp that down. But if you don't protect her and lift heavy things for her and fight her battles, you're not a man. Nope. Number one, masculinity cannot be judged by women. Can't. Mm-hmm. Just like femininity cannot just be judged by men. We know parts of it. Just like they know parts of it. But you're not going to model femininity off of man, just like you're not going to model feminine, mas- excuse me, masculinity off a of woman. That's hustling backwards. Yeah. 
and we need to be honest with ourselves. Is this the future we want our children to be? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want a warrior or do you want another Billy Porter? <laughs> you got to remember, the first people to fight for equal rights for women were men. Mm-hmm. Even when women to this day do not do still, don't even do the most dangerous jobs in the world that men still predominantly do, we still want to pay for you. We still want you to be happy. Still have the right to dominate, to rule over your own life. Mm-hmm. See, society does have the power to push real men away. You know why? Because it's called jail. Yep. It's called unfair child support and child child care laws or child custody laws. They want you to fight and fight and fight. But if the shoe was on the other foot and men were getting the and women had to take the blunt of this stuff, they would be crying and crying. Mm-hmm. But when it happens and it's not the same. You're a man, fuck it up. Right? Mm-hmm. So, when I hear about this thing about women, women didn't fight wars to fucking keep a country safe. They still don't fight on the front line in 2020. Mm, imagine that. They still don't. You know, just many of the, even the civil rights, many of the damn men told the women and children to stay home because they knew it was going to get ugly. Mm-hmm. And it's not even trying to shit on the women. I'm just telling historical facts. So when you don't have those type of men who's going to defend the home, lead the home, what's going to happen? You're going to have chaos. When you have this fake masculinity, scared of responsibility, you're going to have you're going to have this air of lawlessness. You're going to have the irresponsible nature that's going around us. You're going to see your daughters unmarried. Mm-hmm. Unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. You're going to see no protection for your community. And not only that, you're going to see what we call the lapidations of your community. Your community is so falling apart that it makes it easy for other races to sit there, regentify your neighborhood so easy, since they're not putting on the resource anyway. 
makes it work much easier. Of course. Mm-hmm. You can't even get mad at them. Gentrification, man. Do you really own those neighborhood houses? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I get upset with it. Mm-hmm. I get upset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me okay. give the call number. One person said, women only create a significant okay. role in the war. How does the significant is fighting it? <laughs> Was somebody in chat say something? Okay. Yeah. Someone was reading the chat. And he said, let me play the significant war. What the fuck? Okay. How many have fought in it? Oh, wait. Yeah, I want to know. I want to hear about the answer. Why do you think? Um, hold on a second. Wait. I'm going to call me. Hold on, guys. Let me see who this is. Oh, damn it. I pressed it there. Um, the call number... Wait, hold on. Yeah. The call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160. The access code is 915-411-POUND. I repeat. 712-770-4160. Access code... 915-411-POUND. Tonight's subject, Chaos Rain presents True Masculine with my guest, Charles Fulton Adrian. Um, hold on. Let me see who, who sent me up here. This one might from a different line. I'm just going to check this quickly. People. Um, let me see who this is. All right. It's no one. Let me hang up. That was on the, the hangout, unfortunately. But like I said before, <laughs> that you know, if women did fight in these wars, you know, I want to know dates and time. You know, because last time I checked, for the last century, just for the last century, most of the the serious wars still fought by men. We have women now participating more in the military more than ever, but that was given by the assistance of men, especially the black men, that fought for, paved the way for a lot of rights that a lot of women are getting the comfort today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing about all this is that women don't understand that, you know, it's not that you just stepped in yesterday to say you want your rights. No, somebody has to physically fight and die for to make you get the comfort and the rights you indulge in this so we call America. You know? That's called and, life. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh. So, at the end of the day, my people, um, you, you got to really understand what we're talking about. That when we talk about true masculinity, this is more of a uh, open invitation, or more to let people know that the masculine that a lot of us we think we understand or see today is a falsification of masculine. It's not even true masculine today. 
and the 21st century. Right now, this media or these other race people are trying to present what masculinity is to the public, to people that is not part of this Western what we call U.S. They show them when they come here, masculinity is something feminine, soft, passive, you know, something that will take um, abuse in a way and not do nothing. And oh. it's funny about this, me mentioned about abuse. And a lot of these brothers think that because the sister abused them in a way that they're safe over the other side. But no saying these non black women are just gonna be just as abusive. But the problem is they're, they're not gonna let you know until you get into that. Yeah. They're gonna be just as bad if not worse. You see, I'm glad you said that. I can't stand it. This is how masculinity is. Men treated women the same, no matter how no matter when and no matter where they're from. White, black, polka dot, green, and between. Mm -hmm. This is the stupidity of faux masculinity, as I call it, fake masculinity. You want to be blue pill for black women, but then red pill. I mean, blue pill for white women or non-black women, but red pill for black women. You can't do that. you got to be the same one and the same for all. Yeah. There should be no difference in how you look at this. Especially if you're going to date white. <laughs> you're going to mm -hmm. date a woman. Who all she got to do is tell her white counterparts, he abused me, and look what happened with Kobe. Just off of a lie. Just off a of lie? No. And really, a lie is dangerous because... When you tell a lie on a brother, whew, it could mean the end of your life, your career, or death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of black men don't want to have these conversations, Charles. They feel that we're away from the actual physical death of black men that they go through in this country. And I said, black men still getting killed, you know, not by his own brother, on the average, but getting killed still by non-black men. Yeah. Of course. They think it just stopped after Jim Crow. It did stop. It still goes on. The only thing is they paint a picture with the so-called media that we don't control. They paint you as the bad guy. So when they take mm -hmm. you out, they, they feel it's justifiable. Like they killed the boogeyman. They killed the devil. That's what they do with Kobe mm -hmm. right now. That's why if you think about it, they'll talk about his great achievements. Maybe they might mention, and I said maybe. But overall, when you go to Twitter or you go to any social media outlet, you hear more non-black people, non-black women, non-black men, i.e. Kokodoy, Asian, whatever you want to call them, they are hitting up the same social media and saying how much he was a so-called rapist, this and that. I remember one white chick pointed and said that, you know, at least he was a, I forgot what it was. I wish I could pull it up, Charles. I tell you, they both with <laughs> man, and say, damn. They're not, they, yeah. they have no chill pill with, with the black man. I'm telling brothers this is right now. So you engage in this interracialism, you better be careful. 
You know? That's because a lot of a lot of these brothers out here live in a fake reality. It comes to fake out. Oh, these these Asian women won't fuck me over. These white women won't fuck me over. Mm-hmm. And you know, all men and women can fuck you over. Stop looking at it like everything's so green. Mm-hmm. So the fault of that, number one, was of the black man. Mm-hmm. Not realizing his place in the world and how to build upon it. You get too satisfied. The second part of it is, and I do salute the sisters who and the brothers who don't allow any brother, even Kobe's name, to get washed around by anybody. The second fault is of the sisters. Because, remember, mm-hmm. men of power always want to be with their own. And if you think about it, most men who make that type of money are usually with sisters first. Mm-hmm. It's not just about your money, but if I can get along with you, if I can build with you, are you cooperative, are you supportive? See, the biggest problem is that we got away from that. We got away from, am I going to support my man? Am I going to help him build an empire? We got away from the men who says, I'm going to go out there in the wilderness and I'm going to settle this goddamn land. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the king of my domain. And that's why I say that we have this state of emergency when it comes to masculinity. Anybody calling in? You know, let's check right now. Well, before I check the the phone lines, um, the call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160. The X code is 915-41-POUND. I repeat, 712 770-4160, Seven seven zero four one six zero. Access code nine one five four one one pound. Tonight's subject: Chaos Rain presents True Masculinity with Charles Faulkner Jr. And I know somebody did raise their hand earlier, so let me go to this brother. You you and K, you did raise your hand earlier. You have anything to say? Hello. You and Kay? Hello. Oh, this is Kim? Yeah, we agree. You said something? Oh, oh damn. All right. Okay, well, well he, he's not ready. Um, Let me check the chat room. Yeah. Well, I guess this is a woman because they're saying something about without women. And I think they take offense. Sadugi, I don't know if that's it pronounced right. Sadugu, one. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you got to call in, um, bro, or sis, if you find it a problem, what's been discussed. But uh, since I wait, since we're talking about Tremaskinani, one thing I never ask you is, Charles, and may, I might ask is, do we feel we prepare our, our boys, our sons, or just our young black boys to really step in the world to become masculine as men? This is one question that, that kind of you know, but overall, no. Because one, it's it's almost like you see the average eighteen to twenty year old male in the black community almost lost. Like we got away from doing anything masculine, like shop class, like any type of trades in school. We want to go into more sensitive things like sensitivity and shit like that. Where I'm surprised parents, and I'll go for Baltimore, for instance. Why don't you put the trades back in the schools? Where mm-hmm. your son could come out of high school, he's already certified and can start working. My yeah, ex work was for himself a little bit. Like, yeah, work. yeah. My ex asked me a question. Like, why can't all these gears get jobs? I said, a work strip. You see a McDonald's, you see a CVS, you see an Enterprise, you see a Wendy, a Popeye's, you see all these banana bread, you see all these stores. And in between them, you'll see a bunch of uh, Asian and non-black stores or Arabic stores. They're not hiring them. Who are they hiring? Women. Mm-hmm. So, Especially non-black women and non-black males. But mostly they're hiring a lot of women in a lot of these. You know, low-level job. Every time I go to a McDonald's, and a lot of these places, I see a bunch of black women. All the time I go to Rite Aid and CVS, black women. So it's nothing against the women. So we're just going by what we see. If we would give these boys the training necessary when they're in high school and there I even stay at some middle school, they wouldn't have to ask anybody for a job because they would be ready to work on their own. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some men and women do prepare their sons, but as a as a whole entity, no, no, we're not. Okay, okay. Um, I do see one person raise their hand. I'm gonna open this line now. All right, call it open line. Mass, who's who I'm speaking to? This is Miss Lady. I've been listening for about five minutes. Okay. And I just want to say it depends on where you live in terms of, you know, who's being employed and what what positions. So where I live at the McDonald's, I don't go to McDonald's often, maybe once or twice a year, <laughs> maybe for a salad. But I Are you mainly Miss Lady? Are you way or close near your phone? This is asking. You're, I'm on my Bluetooth. I'm on my Bluetooth. Is it okay, better? Okay, all right. Well, I just, it, I'll, I'll keep talking. Maybe it'll get better. It's, it, keep talking. Go ahead. So <laughs> where I see, like, is um, it's mainly um, Hispanic, young Hispanic people working. And when I do see black people, they're younger black people, and I see equal young men as well as young 
women. Now, I've gone to a couple of Popeyes to get some fried chicken. What's that noise? What, you hear something? We're here. Yeah. And I see, um, I see, also, when I, I've gone to Popeyes, I've also will see Hispanic people working more than anybody. So I just think it depends on where you live with the population of people who are employed at, like, the fast food restaurant. Um, and when I go to other types of fast food places, like, there's some good burger places with good hamburger meat and that kind of thing. Um, you know, where the burgers might cost $10, $12 or whatever. I see more white people working. I see actually a panoply. I see whites working. I see Hispanics. And I see black people working, and, and even some Asians. So it depends on where you live. Mm, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, I've seen that a lot in certain fast foods as well, um, Miss Lady. Um, certain fast foods. I think specifically, I think in the Popeyes, I see a whole lot of non-black in there working. Yeah. And my, my conclusion mm-hmm. that is... You know, a lot of that I'm not sure from this country, they're getting very much underpay. And I can hire nobody that's American because to pay somebody a certain wage, they get away with it if you're a foreigner from another country or a first time maybe American, possibly. Because a lot of them don't know their rights when it comes to the wage on a lot of these jobs. And, we, and also, we're under, we're under capitalism, too. So, you know, they try to capitalize to get the same productivity for less. Actually, for cheap, actually, not less, but cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, but, you know, like the In-N-Out, I see a lot of young white kids working at In-N-Out, to be honest, more than uh-huh. anybody. I, and I guess, so I guess it just depends. I don't know. But if you go to oh, primarily wow. white city, that's what you're going to see. If you go, you know, where it's more diverse, you're going to see more diverse people. But, you know, but you go to major black cities, you don't see a lot of the boys working. And I, it was all, I can't understand what you said. I don't understand because I was just talking on the phone with no problem with a friend. <laughs> I don't know because well, this, 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 week, this week, Charles, Charles, this week you do Miss Lee. If you talk on the phone, come out and come back in. Are, are you using like an actual headset? Bluetooth headset, Miss Lady. Yes, I am. All right. This one wants you. You can hang up, try to call back, and see if it cracks the thing. If not, you might have to well, turn that- back. Because if you, can, if you can barely hear us now, it's usually the headset because it's not from my end or Charles. Bluetooth will do this constantly. Trust me, I have Bluetooth headsets. They do this sometimes. Now it's, it's clear. Can you hear me? Is it pretty clear? I can hear you. Well, you can't hear Charles, okay. right? Hello? Well, I couldn't a minute ago. Yeah, but I can hear All you right. well. You again, Charles. Maybe she didn't hear you. Go ahead. Well, that I'm saying is when you go into a majority black neighborhood, you're not getting a lot of black boys working who are from the age of teenagers to young adults. And that's but why the issue. is that? Because a lot of, of them, 
a lot of them are not getting hired. Because well, well, they will hire them where I am. I, I know black youth that have been hired for jobs. The black youth are finding trouble. That's what they were talking about for news not too long ago, especially for black boys. When you, when you historically were not giving jobs and discriminated upon, you've seen a lot of it against the black males. But what I'm saying where I live, that's not really happening, especially in fact, well, in fact, food places, they will hire them. And they do and hire them. And you're in New York, Miss Lady? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not sure where you, where you, which, are you not sure what city or state you're in? But, um, mm-hmm. that, I'm not sure. I, I can't even answer because I'm not sure what, what state you're in, to be honest with you, to give you an answer to that. Because each state is a little different, depending on population of people. Um, mm-hmm. If you're in a state where there's a good, heavily black population, that might be the case. But if you're in a state that is a mix or more of non-blacks than blacks, then, yeah, the percentage of not getting hired if you're a black male can very much increase. And not only that, if you think about it, jobs are being very much scarce in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can help one size a lot. Like for those kinds yeah. of jobs, they, if they want a job, they can. Where I live, they can get one. There's no, and I know young black men say between the ages of 18 to 25 that have gotten jobs. Those kinds of jobs with no problem. They just have to show up and do what they're supposed to do. Okay. See, the fact of the matter is. They're not hiring them. Why do you think well, they're Well, I'm saying where I live, they are. So you can't make it a blanket statement. Where you I live, live they because are. Because the majority of they them are not getting hired. majority of they them are hired. They're not. I'm not going to discuss this with this idiot. He's making these blanket general statements that are absolutely false. I'm not interested anymore. I'm just trying to waste my time. Have a good night. Good night. Good night, Miss Lady. I mean, I don't mind you called in, Miss Lady, and said they hire black males and droves or teenagers. But the problem is, I don't know where. At least you tell me a city you're at. Maybe I could say look it up. But the city said they hire where you're at. I, I, I'm not a fortune teller. I can't locate where you are to. About that, okay, this might be area where they might be hiring. the height of the unemployment every time it's black males. Matter even the, the percentage of unemployment for black people is still not high. It's actually gotten worse. Yeah. So you telling under, me? Under, yeah. So you telling me when the national percentage for black people in a lot of these places? Not all, but a lot of them. I, I keep feeling retarded saying that because you got to explain this shit to people. Mm-hmm. That the unemployment rate has gotten higher for black men than it's mm-hmm. ever been. Yeah. Okay? It got so, so high, it's gone under now. They, they, some people that, if they made a little, that's not even considered employed. Yeah. So they, 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 uh, they're really... When they're doing the actual numbers, 
they're undercutting the actual who's really getting hired. And he made $20 throughout the whole year. They might consider that important. <laughs> and then, then on top of that, you're also going to face automation. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. It's worse for people, period, across the board. And I would love for MJ to call because I guess he has an issue of my state of what wars that women fought in. Mm-hmm. Were they ever on, the, on the front line? Mm-hmm. Because you're acting like it's an untrue statement. You know, if women want to fight on the front line, sure, but mm-hmm. I don't see them begging to up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, I've even researched it with a Marine captain, but this white woman said that women should stay the fuck out of combat positions. Not my words, it was hers. And this is a white but, woman, right? Yeah, this is a white Marine captain. So she's a mid-ranking officer in the Marine Corps. Mm. And that, is that the hardest Marine Corps? I know from right, wrong, hardest field? Mm-hmm. Out of all these other... So they say. <laughs> but the <laughs> point being is this. The more, the more we teach equality, and thinking that we could do it too, the more we lie to ourselves. There are some people who are going to be better. Sorry. But when I'm looking at it, you look at it from a from a standpoint. And when people say more diverse, I don't even like the way the word diverse. Do you have a large amount of black people in your city, yes or no? I do. Am I seeing a large amount of black men getting hired? Not really. Mm-hmm. That's why when I suggested earlier, what when you when you asked the question, why don't we prepare them for computer tech, HVAC, auto mechanics, other things, sciences? Do we put mm-hmm. as much emphasis on our boys as the girls? No. That the schools tell you this. They even did the research when you separate boys and girls. When you put boys and separate them out of class, the boys do much better. But why do we still have schools where there's still integrated boys and girls? You know, I, it makes me wonder, since you mentioned this, Charles, was it always the school system when it comes to us or people, we were always integrating the boys and girls for, I'm not sure how long this has been going on. But I know there was one point in the history of this country that the boys and girls had been separate one time. Well, there were times, but you see that mostly in parochial and military schools, girls and boys are going to be separated. A lot of private schools still separate them. And it's it's a little thing that if you if you really want your kids to do better, your sons to do better, especially since we're on the topic of masculinity, why not go to your city board or your board of education and say we want more male inclusive schools? We want mm-hmm. more strong male heterosexual teachers. Mm-hmm. It's your vote. It's your tax money. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You'll, never, you'll never get that answer. 
but yet they'll, they'll think that we're supposed to do the same thing, expecting a different result, and they're wondering why the numbers are still the same. Mm-hmm. Especially in regards to levels of reading, writing, and arithmetic, still low, very under under male underperform. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. come on, MJ, get on the line. Yeah, and one other thing I want to say, I agree, and the reason I'm agree with you on this one because there's too much distractions when it comes to the sexes. Boys inherently when their masculinity is somewhat still intact, regardless of the, the school is trying to teach them to accept, you know, homosexuality and all that stuff. Once they're around that opposite sex, they're going to, you know, act in their nature to try to impress those little girls, young girls, or teenage girls, you know? Matter of fact, a lot of the goofing around really goes on when boys and girls are together. You know, Pretty much. And, and I know this because we were once boys. We know how it is when we were on the girls and we like to goof off. You don't get that if it's just only just solely boys on the average. Uh-huh. So it proves the fact that when you – and here's the funny thing. I'm not sure if we had this conversation. I remember I had this conversation with other brothers, you know, shout out to them, Regine. In regards to um, with with the so-called teenage pregnancy, which really is down now, it's not what it was it used to have been thirty years ago. And so, at fact, almost now forty years ago, usually you had that because by default, when boys and girls are around and they reach that period age, they're gonna you know engage in sexual activities, regardless if they've been taught sex education. So we had the complaint about the teenage pregnancy and then the, the risk and all that stuff. That is highly possible once you have boys and girls in the same environment. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about all this, I'm going to keep 100, brother, bro. Way how it is now, a lot of these boys that, you know, were the geeks, nerds, or socially awkward, <laughs> still wouldn't even get into their yeah. female part pants. Imagine that. You know? So huh. when we talk about it's down, we gotta look at what's causing the go down. It's this anti social nature we are in as people now. Complete about uh-huh. this. I never heard of no incel or hear about black men under the age of twenty or under the age of thirty labeling calm self incels. That's an this embarrassment. is something new to me. That's an embarrassment. Like, like one thing about it, ah, oh, man, See, we, we evoked a lot of this bullshit. And especially to the you-know-who with the anger towards him, and you trying to get these incel dollars instead of saying, look, dude, get the fuck from out your basement. Your mom's basement. Your mom's basement. Get out mm-hmm. there and face the fucking world as a man. Mm-hmm. Get out there and face the fucking world as a man. Still waiting on you, MJ. Come on. I know you can do yeah. it. Anyway, yeah. I know you can mm-hmm. call in. But anyway, this incel mm-hmm. culture that's starting to be around, do you know how much mm-hmm. buying a suit or getting a tailored or, or getting a suit tailored for you 
but just change your outlook, just change the way you look and how you feel. And I think getting yourself um, tailored, it's not really that expensive, last my check, you know. No, I you could get the shirt tailored for you, and you just mm-hmm. look at it. You get your ass up and go to the gym. Buy mm-hmm. some weights from Walmart or Dick Sporting Goods, and then just work out. Start to work out. Hell, you could get a, you could even get a, like the um, exercise bands you could put on your door or contraptions such as the Tower Two Hundred, and you mm-hmm. could work out. Get a get a mm-hmm. stationary bike. Go 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 hire a trainer so you can get yourself improved in your shape and, and your car. And and that's and that's the cheap way to do it. But I always recommend and. You're going to agree with me, brother, that most of it, if you get to an actual gym membership like Planet Fitness, pay like mm-hmm. the $20 a month, that would be a better route. And the reason why I'm telling people this, that they should get up and move and besides stay in the house. And this is why, hear me good, people. This is chaos speaking now. Why I'm telling you all, if you go forward or not, go to these local gyms. It's, because, it's better because, one, it gets you out the freaking house. Two, you're going to interact. And not only be competitive, because you're going to see other men or women of like mind or whatever in the gym working out. It's going to make you try to inspire yourself to really challenge you to better and get your body in some form of shape. Because, see, this is my thing. Only that. Put yourself in shape is also deals with confidence. If you don't like being a fan of this, Stop being a fat ass. As Red Fox once so eloquently put it, the best way to get on your feet is to get off your ass. Same thing with exercise. You know, now you got the suit, now you got the clothing. Sometimes you got to dress differently than the hood shit we all dress up in. Now you got to learn social. Go out there and speak to people. Spark up a conversation. Well, I'm scared to speak. Well, guess what? Overcome your goddamn fears and stop being a bitch about it. Huh. Oh, if you don't like to speak, then how are you going to get a job? How are you going to go to an interview? Once you practice this, even even if you want a pretty girl's number and she turns it down, don't even get negative. Just say, you know what, hey, you have a beautiful day, love, and walk on. At least you had the courage to do it. So that way, if you can talk to a girl, you can talk at an interview. Why? Because that's one of the most shakedown events for a lot of men is being turned down. And rejection is part of life and masculinity. Once you can deal with it, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Get your soul right. You know, whatever spiritual, you know, broadcast system you call upon the creator to, to invoke his strength and his wisdom, get your soul right. And notice... Like I said in my video, saving yourself starts with you. I didn't say a damn thing about black women because I really think that saving yourself doesn't have to do anything with women. It's with the effort you put into you. Mm-hmm. You put a little, you get back a little. You put a lot, you're going to get a lot. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself. Become a very studious gentleman. You know when the one thing that women are always attracted to is an intelligent guy. He doesn't have to be braggadocious about his his knowledge. Just somebody who's intelligent, mm-hmm. who can carry the conversation. That was mine. At least have some it, sense. And it makes sense. Women love that. 
unless you're dealing with women who don't fit. And another thing I want to add, to most men that is want to call themselves awkward, not slick, or whatever you want to give yourself these low-level labels, deal with better classy women or better quality of women. Mm-hmm. Trust me, God search. You can't always deal with um, Tanisha. And I'm only using this names just for the sake of conversation. You know the ones in the street next door to you and all mm-hmm. so that might act and conduct so unladylike. Leave them women alone. You know, and mind you, that, that's women you probably should not be messing with if you can't get to that. You know? And, and think about from this. The yeah. <laughs> and, and think about this. Well, the reason why I'm saying this because really truly when you're on a different mindset and purpose, those type of women, they're not seeing your direction, where you're going, or your growth, they potentially, on the average, will stifle you because they have a certain mentality level. Now, I hear most women that are career-oriented act like the ghettos, same way like these sisters, and I'm not saying that's not true, but at the end of the day, you as a man, you have to stand on something. And one thing that Mr. Samuels did that you know, one, one, one of these days, not one day, but back then, most men usually, any relationship that they don't feel comfortable in, they just walk away. They just walk out. Just leave. A lot of dudes nowadays, in a lot of these relationships that end, they don't have the muster or strength just to walk away. On a relationship that's not really fulfilling or what we call um, unhealthy. We lost that. You know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of women... And I think one time, um, was it Sister George Concrete or one of them ladies said it, that if the brothers or the black man would just use his seat more do the walking, they would understand that. Because when a man just walks out, it's a testament to them. And what I mean by it's testament, because I'm going to be dead honest. A lot of women don't want to hear this. Your ego will be bothered when a man just sit there and say, instead of him telling you constantly or let you know it's over, he just walk and go. Leave. Hmm. Because that's just a major testament to say, you're a man, you're not going to sit there and fight or try to hold on. If you're just going to say, well, instead of keep talking, maybe if I just go and you don't hear from me, you get the message. Yeah. And maybe you know what yeah, Maybe right. if you walk out there and improve your own life. And sometimes for a lot of those guys, maybe there are times in your life where, and this goes for women as well, you shouldn't worry about the opposite sex till your shit is together. Like, mm-hmm. take, your shit to, take that time of not being with anybody and focus on you. The more you do that, the more you're going to realize, like, what? My life is going good. It's going well, even. Why not keep pursuing more? It's just like in my fitness group that I just opened the first of the year on Facebook. Notice how many people are getting motivated who haven't worked out at all or in years, and they're doing it on a week on a weekly basis consistently now. Mm-hmm. 
find like-spirited people, people who want to take the bull by the horns, people who want to learn and enjoy life. Never really be around any slackers. Yeah. You know, somebody's not going to listen to the advice. They're going to be like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Probably not. But I challenge you to see if I do. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to see if I don't. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Let me give the call number again for those who are listening to the first time. The call number for tonight's show is 712 712- Seven seven zero four one six zero. The access code is nine one five four one one pound. I repeat seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero. Access code nine one five four one one pound. Tonight's subject: Chaos Rain presents True Masculinity with Charles Fulton Jr. Um, and like I said, um, we as men in this journey of life. And all men will agree to this. You're always going to be challenged. You're never going to avoid or escape any form of challenge that faces you. Some of the challenges will be so hard, it's going to might put you in a position where you want just to give up. But I'm telling you, personally, you don't give up. You know? Even, let's say, I'll use myself, for example. Even doing the YouTube. I thought myself, you know, and the information I put out, why well, bought it? They don't care. Maybe I should stop doing it. It didn't really hit me like that, but the thought was there. But what really made me think deeply about it and really look at the end goal of it, that said, just give up now. It will it'll disconnect anyone that will find this information, whether useful or not, that it can use to better not only their mind, but their life itself. And I'm only telling most of this for those that are young that is feeling when to hang up or quit because it's challenging. I'm telling you personally, don't do it. And if you're going to quit, always put down one thing and try to take something on a different challenge and learn from this one. For always self improvement. You know, as men, we always got to learn to the things we do and say, always keeping back in mind, how can I do better? What can I do better? You know? That's how we should operate as men, move forward. I don't know if you want to clarify or put anything more to what I'm saying, Mr. Faulkner. Couldn't say it better myself. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned that you, you also gave to one particular dude in the comment when he was going through certain things and he did not know what to do. You, you sit there and you told him personally, you got to keep fighting as a man. A lot of men need these inspiring words. They need to see not only men do things, but they need to hear from actual men. So way, you know, they're not in this journey alone. You know what I'm saying? Because the road to wherever you're trying to accomplish men accomplished in life is a lonely road. You know? No, sure. 
The list of the person become called up. Women can be double agents in war where they're able to infiltrate and bring back information. Have women done it? Yes, but not as much as men have. See, this is what happens when you get into pissing matches. Mm-hmm. Because if you actually think about it, not as many women in the entire history, even in 2020, have not fought in wars as much as men. I noticed this, that we're going to start doing this in 2020. I'm no longer going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to very rarely say not all, but far too many, because I, I'm going to believe that people are intelligent enough to know I'm not speaking about everybody. But I'm going to say this. Look, I'm, I'm getting tired of people being into pissing contests about stuff that is factually true. Because mm-hmm. you're waste, we're wasting time trying to be in a pissing contest. But yet, not one person called so far who wants to talk about true masculinity. Not one person. Mm-hmm. Not even one. And they, and they wonder why we go through these whole circular arguments over and over and over again. Because I'm starting to believe a lot of people don't want those answers. No, they don't. A lot of people just want to be offensive. He's being offensive. No, no, no. I'm truthful. Are there some things women are going to have an advantage over men? Yes. There are some things men are going to have an advantage over women. Yes. Mm hmm. This is also the issue of masculinity. What's the point of having it when your women don't respect it? Mm-hmm. But nobody mm-hmm. speaks on 22. You want mm-hmm. a 1945 man, but you still want to be a 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to look like what the men have seen when it comes to the men. I'm pretty sure there's women out there who've seen the lack of femininity that's going around today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jay, um, I hope you mic. I know you raised here earlier. Did you want to say something, Jay, NYC? JNYC? Uh, guess not. Okay, okay. I'm not sure if this is all facts that's also the co-host. I'm not sure what's going on my switchboard. You're also supposed to be the host. But, uh, anyway, you know, um, at the end of the day, you know, in regards to true masculinity, these are the key points that I want people to emphasize and get an understanding. If they don't know now, you know now. Um, you got to be, as a man, responsible. You got to not only defend yours, defend your family, but, you know, defend um, 
your integrity as a man. You always have mm. to be like anything. If you're not in the direction, always being in the direction of so always improving, self-improvement, you know. Um, not only get your body right, get your mind right, especially. Also, you know, whatever your position in life is, whether financially not where you're at, you try to strive to be better. And who, wait, someone wrote something. Is Gary the guest a doctor? Um, good question, Chef Rob. Call in to find out for yourself, you know. What was that? No, he's saying that if you're a doctor. You know, I'm, I'm going to let Chef Rod ask you that question personally. You know, give him a second. Give him a second. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, these are things that black men, and we can say men, but we're only speaking us as men right now because we're the ones that holding what we call actual masculinity in the world right now. Because if you look at the world, the one thing they had to fight more than ever is to destroy this actual male image, and they focus mostly on the brothers. Because we already know non-black men don't really have actual masculinity because their history shows it. But when, when women, when they look at allies, real masculinity, they look and turn to this black man because he is fair and balanced and just. He not only has the physical statue, but he has that sense of integrity, that mind, and that charisma that women, not only us, but women across the world, love and respect. Yeah. That's why we are very much a special group of men. And, you know, every woman knows this, Charles, you know, and that's why I see why the system fights hard on it, and they have to attack the original man. Because once you get this man com fully convinced, conquered, that's when the world will go into the deep underworld, the deep chaos, the deep blackness, the dark, uh, what do you call it, the dark age, or what you want to call these things that cause calamitous destruction. That's when it really will start. And men do keep order. Yeah, you look at these things and people want to draw attention to the black man's past for greatness. When you can reinvigorate that greatness now, right now as we're speaking. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Yep. So, on that note, you know, since we you know this is our first stream in a while, I think I'll leave it here, you know, for most of it to digest, you know. Uh, any closing remarks, Charles Butler Jr.? Closing remark I want to put out there never give up on. Greatness, never give up being the best possible you, never give up on your masculinity. Woo! And I'm out. Yes. Woo! And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to tonight's broadcast. You know, um, be on the lookout. You know, I'm going to have Charles Faulkner return again for another um, good subject we're going to talk about. 
Um, on a side note, for those who will be listening, um, like I said, um, the Talk World Solutions YouTube channel, um, this is the second backup YouTube channel. So if you're subscribed to the original channel, which I'm going to go back right now and type up so that we all will know. Um, let's see. And I just want to make sure that I'm not confused between both of these. Okay. We have two different channels. They're all talk resolutions. Um, this one has an image of, does everybody know, of an African woman. So this is the backup channel. So for those that want to go back to replay, you know, subscribe to this channel here. Um, and we're going to probably have the replays on this channel. Also, you will see the replay of this discussion on Chaos Rain channel as well. You, know, you can find me on Chaos Rain. It's so type of Chaos Rain on YouTube. The replay of that will be on there as well. And that's pretty much it. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for calling in and listening to tonight's stream. Be on the lookout for the next broadcast. Until next time, good night. Thank you for listening to another broadcast. Woo! And thanks to my special guest, Charles Faulkner Jr. Like always, comment, subscribe, and like this video. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at ChaosRain7. And also, find me on all podcasts. And thank you for listening. Until next time, let the chaos!